Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether All right, welcome back. We are here at Cabot at the Freshman Academy gym. Uh, it's the Reeves Brothers Camp. We had uh, Austin on, if you missed it earlier, that is uh, posted to the podcast site. So if you subscribe, you can uh, check it out, or you can just go to, I always push people to Spotify, but Apple, wherever, Google, wherever you normally get your podcasts, you can find it. That first hour's in there, but we had uh, Austin on for a good long while, and then Spencer came on for a little while, and these guys are doing some really good things with these young people. You talk about really impacting lives again, to be able to see and get pictures with and autographs with a you know current NBA guy. I mean, it's such a cool opportunity for these young people. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of excited too. It's cool, and you would never know that Austin was a elite professional athlete. Uh, he's got a very unassuming way about him, and I hope that never changes. What a cool dude! Great person, people, both of them yeah. are. And you would never know that he was an NBA player. I mean, so many times you think of an NBA guy, you know, he walks in the room and go, dude, that guy's tall. He must play in the NBA. Well, you don't get that with Austin. Then I can see how he could walk around L.A. Country Club this weekend or even downtown Los Angeles without people recognizing him. Um, he's very unassuming, but he doesn't, he doesn't look like an NBA player at, at, at all because you think of someone that's going to be about 6'7", six, 6'8", six, or so. and um, Man, great kid, great young man. No doubt. All right, uh, very, very quick red-white report, and then we'll get to Pat Bradley. The red-white report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Well, something else may pop up, but... Right now, the red-white report today is the same as the red-white report tomorrow and the red-white report on Thursday. We are waiting for the NBA draft to begin and waiting to find out where Anthony Black will be picked as well as other Arkansas-connected guys, Nick Smith, first-rounder, and uh, Jordan Walsey, where he ends up, and, of course, Ricky Council, a guy that has got certainly some... Uh, I mean, you got to love his game from an NBA standpoint, I would think. We talked to Pat Bradley about those four guys here in a second. But that's the big news this week, and I'm, I'm sure there's other stuff going on related to recruiting, but uh, those are the things we're watching for right now, I think, this week. Yeah, yeah. I saw a report where Anthony Black may go a little higher than expected, and a lot of people are expecting eight to the Washington Wizards. Are you hearing anything on that, Christian? Um, there's been some rumblings that he goes for, but I think if James Harden doesn't go there, then they'll probably go in a different direction. But... Um, I, I saw the latest ESPN mock draft, which was this morning, and Anthony Black still projected to go to the Washington Wizards at 8. Nick Smith Jr. is projected to go 18th to the Miami Heat. Jordan Walsh is projected to go 40th to the Denver Nuggets, which would be nice. And Ricky Council the 4th is projected to go 54th to the Kings. Hmm. Yuck. Well, a I, couple good opportunities there. I saw uh, NBADraft.net has the same thing that you just mentioned, except for they had George Walsh going to Memphis at 45, I believe it was. Interesting. I, I mean, he could be an interesting piece for the Nuggets. Not that they need a lot of help, but he's such a versatile player. I, I mean, think they don't need a lot. That's just in. Yeah, he, he could play a similar role to Aaron Gordon, just worse offensively right now, of course. Yeah, but obviously, once he gets the handcuffs off, he's going to turn it loose offensively, Chris. Right. I don't even think he scratched the surface. So yeah, good point. We're all waiting on that. It's going to be great. All right, let's get Pat in here and uh, rock and roll. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah. All right, BB, we're on the road today, and uh, I don't know if you're the best shooter we've had on the show today, and if you are, 
pretty amazing how well you've kept it together over the years, my friend. What's going on? <laughs> pretty good. You guys are at a basketball camp. Is that correct? Not just a basketball camp, the basketball camp. We're hanging out with the uh, Rees boys, Austin and Spencer, both playing professional basketball. Obviously, Austin's with the Lakers, and Spencer's playing over in Germany, and his fifth year just completed, so uh, they're looking yeah. forward to next season, obviously. Both of them have a lot going on, and as Christian pointed out, astutely, Austin is a restricted free agent, so things are going to get just better and better for him, I would think, with the performance he's had so far professionally. Uh, yeah, and you could see... Um, is is Austin's brother? Is he a similar type player? Because I didn't get a chance to see. I guess we didn't see he's, him in high school, did we? I mean, you covered the. Do you remember covering them in high school with the state championship? Yeah, I was. Well, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. I didn't want to say it to Spencer. I remember I covered um, one of the state championship years, and I don't remember which one. I thought it was. I think it was when Austin, his senior year. Okay, I, was say, I thought I thought Spencer it was, was gone. That's what I thought it was his senior year. So he went to three state championships or won three state championships out of four years and. Wow. Must have. Yeah, if they won two together. Yeah. And then he played two by himself, right? Did Without he his brother because Did, they were two years apart. I knew okay. he was there a senior year. I don't know if they made it his junior yeah, year. But anyway, pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, they're both guards. But, I mean, I guess, yeah. you know, obviously Austin's kind of a, a flex guy. But he's a, I mean, he's a guard, that, you know, wing, whatever. But well, I think position is basketball, Pat, right? Yeah, position. That's what, what separates Austin, and you could see him... When his his final season in Oklahoma, he played a lot on the ball, played a lot of point guard, and that's when you could see his ability. Um, he would just set up plays. He could set up the defense. He could get more. The most important thing, uh, if you're going to play the basketball at a high level, is can you get where you want to on the court with the basketball? And Austin doesn't look like he can, but he's got great body control. He's got a he got a really nice first step a, a burst of a first step that helps him and he's strong he does and he doesn't shy away from contact so a lot of guys when they make their move that first hit will knock you offline you watch him man he gets hit and he stays on that straight line to the basket um so he's got all those those little things and and sometimes you know those are things that are tough to teach to a seventh grader to a sixth grader you try to explain it but yeah. it's tough to teach. Sometimes that's just a, a natural understanding over the course of, you know, you learn that stuff as a toddler um, and competing as a, you know, 10-year-old. So those are the little things that separate what Austin Reeves able to do, um, you know, without overwhelming you with uh, the traditional athleticism. He's got He's athletic, but just in a different way. Uh, I just confirmed now. So back-to-back state titles in 2A with his brother, and then his senior year they went back and won the 3A state title. And he only averaged 43.3 a game in the state tournament, was named the MVP. (laughs) So we also clarified something else. And, again, I'm not saying this to bash any of the former Razorback coaches, but it is a little head-scratching. And, again, hindsight, they say, is 2020. And nobody knew probably at the time, even him, that he was going to be a starter in the NBA at that point in his life. But uh, he said there was a little bit of flirtation late after Wichita State offered him. And then they offered him a preferred walk-on, which he said, I just, you know, respectfully could not accept because he had a full ride to Wichita State. I don't know if you remember, but I, I remember very clearly because, you know, the kid had 60 points in a game and... We had been talking about actually one. Yeah, we had been talking about him, um, and so you know it's one of those situations where you look at it. His offer to Wichita State, which is a really good program, obviously, especially at that time, it was you know I, I don't know if they had already gone to a Final Four, but they had a really good team. They had three pros on their team, so it's a good program. But you know there was a lot of lot of teams, a lot of coaches you could say missed on him, uh, and then Oklahoma got lucky. Uh, because that's where he decided to transfer and, and really blossomed. Pat, one of our questions of the day today, I've got a list here, top ten list of uh, modern life mishaps that adults make. Have you ever sent a text to somebody, this is the number one on the list, sent a text to the wrong person, where you said something that you did not want that person that you sent it to accidentally to read or get? Like Bill Belichick did to... Um, uh, the old Miami coach. 
when he congrat when he congratulated him on on getting a job and he sent it to the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I do. He goes, <laughs> That's hey, man. That he wasn't getting a job. Right. He's like, hey, hey, Bob. He's like, wait a minute, this is Mike. What are, we, what are you talking about? What? I didn't get the job, did I? What are you talking about? Oh, right, oops. Right. wrong Flores, guy. Flores, sorry. Right? Yeah, Flores. they hadn't even announced it yet. Brian yeah. Flores. Yeah. Um, have I? Done, no, I haven't done that. But I've done the the typical. Um, you know, I I thought it was direct message, but you post it. You know, I've done yes. on. I've put on Facebook. <laughs> I've put on Facebook. I I was searching somebody's name, and so I typed it in. What's on your mind? <laughs> I've done that too. I've done and that so, too. But luckily, I I corrected it quickly. You yeah, did that here recently, didn't you? Over like a weekend, uh, it was just a weird tweet, like you were responding to somebody else, and I think you thought you were DMing somebody. It was nothing yes. bad. It was just a, it was just like, why would you tweet that? Oh, I bet he was tweeting, replying to somebody. Right, I tweeted then, the guy. I've never seen one that big. Something like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Anyway, no, but it, yeah, it was so those those are the I guess text message. I, I may have. Well, I, I definitely have done the, oh, that was meant for somebody else, but it was nothing bad, thankfully. Right. Well, I've done this. I, I was telling the guys, there was a guy I used to work with that was talking all kinds of noise. He was frustrated with his boss, and oh, it's the guy no. I used to work with, and he, he said, you know, this blanking guy, and blank and blank, 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 and accidentally sent it to the boss. <laughs> and so, needless to say, his tenure there was short-lived thereafter. So, However, anyway. I mean, you know... Looking back on it, uh, uh, maybe the boss had to. Somebody had to tell him. <laughs> honestly, I, I, I'm telling you right now. Honestly, if accidentally somebody texted me, and and was you know crap talking me, and they had meant to send it to somebody else, I'd be like, okay, well let's sit down and talk about it. What what's the issue? Right, right. Let, let's work through it. I mean, because the thing about it is, I think we've got a great team, and I like our staff. And there's nobody I'm trying to get out of there anyway. I like all our people. So if they did it, I mean, I'm not trying for you to get them out of there. Now, there have been people over the years where I was like, I wish this guy would do something that I could let him go for. Um, but, but the way the buzz is... It hasn't been that way lately. Everybody knows how everyone feels about each other anyway. And so... <laughs> it's like there's no we just talk about it on air. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, we make fun of the morning guys. They make fun of us. They make fun of neighbors. <laughs> neighbors right. make fun of them. Yeah, it's kind of a running thing. I mean, hell, you know, the Randy Rainwater thing has become, you know, kind of a caricature of itself. And so, yeah, we're all accepting of our flaws, I think, for the most part. That's a good thing about our place. It's, right. I mean, I won't say it's like a family. Unfortunately, it is. Just like my yeah. family. Yeah. Very dysfunctional. We fight. We, we disagree. We get upset with each other, but we're still family. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But that's always, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a rough one. The text message or the email. Uh, that's always tough to backpedal out of those. Okay, I got a few things here. We were talking about the camp on, and uh, I just got a... On the text line from a, a nice uh, person here from the 870, my daughter Presley is coming again to the afternoon session. I told her to come and talk to the famous Justin Acri and Wes Moore, and they must be real fans. Not that we're famous, mm -hmm. because they spelled your name with two S's. That's a good sign. <laughs> uh, this person says, I saw Austin go for 70 one night in Tuckerman. They had to finish with only four on the floor and came up short, but was probably the best high school performance I ever saw. You, you think his coach is like, he got PO'd at one of the other players, and he's like, my team's on the floor. Like, like the guy in Hoosiers. Well, the great thing about the great thing about Austin is, you know, in those games, he he because he he's a he's a, I'm sure he averaged probably, ten plus rebounds a game. Probably yeah. got him five six offensive rebounds, stick backs a game. Yeah. Obviously, we know he can pass. We he can shoot. Sure. He can take you one on one. He can take you in the post. He's physical. Gets to the free throw line. So he probably shoot, shot twenty free throws a game. Probably got three steals and run outs a game. So. The he thing that stood out bunches. to me, yeah. yeah. The thing that stood out to me watching him in high school, Pat, was how easy he. I've never, yeah. I won't say never. I've only seen a few guys that made it look that easy. Yeah. Like watching yeah. Malik Monk, you know, and obviously he was. I don't want to say he was a one man show, but he did not have near the support that you know some of these other teams have. Like when they played North Little Rock in the finals, he made it look so flipping easy. Um, and and that was the way that, that Austin was. It just so it's so yeah. it looks so comfortable and casual. I mean, makes it look so easy, but it's not. It's like a guy who's really good at golf. It's like, wow, this game can't be that hard. And then you get out there like, oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> well, he true. So, I mean, oh, by the way, he's also apparently a scratch golfer, Pat, and I really hate him. Is he? Well, he's just 
again, I mean, he was he's blessed with a superior hand-eye coordination, but also, you know, his. It, uh, it's just, I guess, it's tough to explain, but you know, he that that's why. I mean, he sees the game a step ahead. You can even watch him. He's already sort of like figuring out how to get past the next defender. Um, yeah. So he, I mean, it's just you know he's 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 a great athlete, man. We talk he is listen, well, but how many times we do we argue genes. what is an athlete? How many times yeah. have we argued that, right? Yes. Well, I think elite um, basketball players are way up there on my list of what's a great athlete. But he, they were telling us they're, they're both their parents played basketball at Arkansas State, which I didn't know. Mom yeah. averaged around 19 a game apparently. So good genes helps. I mean, you know, yeah. from your mother, you got the ability to tell a great story, <laughs> and from your father. <laughs> You know how to cut the grass just right. So That's right. it's amazing what you've overcome. I, unfortunately, <laughs> was up against too big of a burden, Pat, and that's why my college <laughs> career never came to fruition. Hey, you were three-sport at, well, four if you count golf. Um, but that's why I always want to add I in. I played five sports poorly, thank you, sir. Oh, track and field. Didn't you run that's track? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That's why I always want to include. Player. I was. Um, a good one. Hand-eye coordination yeah. in athleticism. Yeah, no doubt. In my opinion. Yeah. And uh, foot-eye yeah. foot coordination. I love these Be- stories coming in from uh, on people that have had texts go awry. I send an instant message in Microsoft Teams that a coworker was an ass and talks too much to the group. He quit two weeks later, and now our meetings are shorter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. I'm a male med rep. And a doctor texted me asking what color my panties were. To this day, when I oh, call wow. on him, I start by telling him the color I'm wearing that day. God, I hope he's listening. And you know what? <laughs> so do I. Wait, quick oh, question. That's great. Is that a, a was the, the texter right there? Is that a, a male or female? That's he was a male. male. That's what he's saying. Oh, okay. He's saying it was obviously meant for for one another of the female yeah. reps, and he accidentally, or maybe one of his nurses, or maybe it was meant for his, his wife. wife. Yeah, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, well, maybe, maybe it was meant for that guy. Hey, yeah, teach his own. Hey, I got, there is, listen, this is the zero judgment side of the show over here. I don't care what anybody does. If it ain't affected anybody else, I don't care what you do. Now, Wes, on the other hand, eh, got his moments. Uh, Wes is above reproach. Whatever that means. Above, what does that yeah, even mean? A, it I, means I, uh, I you can't take be the high road. road. You don't take the high road. You are more crit- far more critical of people's behavior than I am. I'm much more open-minded about people. Oh, live in, I'm a live and let live guy. I am so open-minded. Oh, my God. Are you crazy? Christian, help me out here. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. I don't know. That's all I need to You both have your moments. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Christian. Um, that's a good answer. This guy says, uh, one time I sent my wife a very lewd, crude, and sincere message about my plans for her that evening. I was pretty proud of myself and anxiously awaited her reply. When I looked at my phone to check if she'd replied, I was shocked to learn that I'd sent the message to a group that included my sister and mother, too. I was able to snatch their phones up and delete the message before they read it. Close call. It needs to be noted that I didn't learn anything from that. I still mix receipts up in text. Just nothing crazy. I thought he was going to say that next-door neighbor was waiting on his porch with a big smile on his face or something. Like, I thought like I was going to... Like when George Costanza dropped off the the pictures to the uh, Photoshop place. Oh yeah, and, that's right. I thought it was going to turn into something like one of those uh, one of those movies you hear about, Pat, where like the stepmom and the sister show up and stepsister <laughs> show up, and it turns into a whole thing. Um, spent a, sent a spicy text to my mother-in-law instead of my wife on accident. Very embarrassing. Mm. I love these stories. Mm. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, accidentally. Hmm. To the mom. Wes also wanted to ask, so you got Tennessee and LSU playing tonight, Pat. And they are probably, I think, for the average Razorback fan in the SEC, other than maybe Ole Miss, the two most disliked programs right now. So Wes asked me, who do I want to win? And I'm like, I want them both to lose. And he forced (laughs) me into it. And so just for, uh, because we have have one Tennessee fan in the building and no LSU fans in the building. Um, I went Tennessee to win, I guess, but I still want whoever wins to lose to Wake Forest in the next game. Do you care? Yeah. Um, not really. I like the Vols. I like the Vols. Their uh, their head coach is um, um, oh no, that's a uh, Vandy head coach. But I this coach Vitelli's still there, right? Vitello, yeah. Vitello, yeah. 
Tennessee. He's got he's got some connections with Arkansas, doesn't he? He was he was at Arkansas as an assistant. He's and he assistant, and Dave right? Van Horn almost came to blows one day after a game. Other than that, <laughs> not much. <laughs> wrong text message? <laughs> Probably so. Uh, wrong message given in person, I think, is the problem, and Dave wasn't having it. Right. Uh, John Mark says, I had a chick break it off with me in college, and I sent my roommate a text dragging her about it, and I accidentally sent it to her. Talk about having to walk something back. Dude, if she broke it off with you, I wouldn't walk there it back at all. Matter. I'd be like, and that's what you get. And I didn't send that to you on purpose, but I don't care that you read it, because that's how I feel. You suck. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I guess we're about out of time here, Pat. What's, uh... We'll have what fun we over there. Strap. Do a little shooting for the... Oh, bo- yeah. uh, do a little uh, three-point shooting for the for the kids. Play some knockout. By the end of the day, I want you to get in a knockout game. No. I've already sweated once today. I'm done. Hey, I forgot to ask <laughs> you the most important thing. Uh, Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, and Council. Ricky. Who's got the best NBA potential, and uh, what do you think? How are you feeling about them, their chances here? <clears throat> I, I love them all. I love uh, all four of them, and I think... We'll have to go back in the record books. Was there one other time there were four Razorbacks drafted, correct? Was that like 1993 or two? It was the like, year where we had three first-round picks, and then there was a fourth And round. Andrew Lang, was, Oliver yeah. Miller, Todd Day, Lee Mayberry. Yeah, that's it, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> so that would have been 93, because 93 was Coolis and Scotty's uh, first year. It would have been 92 draft, actually, 92 draft. Um, if my brain is correct, so I think when you the thing that separates Anthony Black, his body is he's got strong legs, solid body, really good strength. Again, likes contact, so he projects to you know his body 10, 15 year NBA career. He doesn't you know he he's going to improve offensively, but all those other guys and, and he's one of the better in this draft. Arguably the best perimeter defender for on that wing, which is so crucial for NBA teams to have a guy at six foot seven to guard that. Because we know now, right? Yes, posi- positionless and all that, but you see so many of those pick and roll and high ball screens that are on the three point line. He can interchange, man, and he's strong, tough. He's got really good vision. So, um, I think from a health standpoint, he's got the edge. Of course, the best scorer, Nick Smith, and what Nick has, explosiveness, knows how to use the high ball screen, can come off that, shoot. So, you know, if Nick stays healthy, he's got a shot um, as well. Can't wait to see how it plays out Thursday. Appreciate you. We can recap where they all land next week when we get you on, my friend. And I appreciate Be awesome, you boys. and River, River City Flooring and uh, Terry. Talk to Terry this week. And uh, we will get you get you back next week, PB. Have a good rest of your week, buddy. All right, boys. Be safe. Get out there and say hello to the kids for me. All right, brother. We'll do it. See you, see you soon. All right. That is Pat Bradley. Got to hit a break. 11:29. Brian Hendricks coming up next. Thanks to McClard's Barbecue. We're talking Marlin. Sounds delicious with a little barbecue sauce. I wonder what McClard's could do with Marlin. Oh, baby. That's got to be a good lean fish right there, baby. What do you think, Wes? I don't know. Guadi Chevrolet is bringing back Deal Team 6. This time they've got some great rebates, discounts, and offers on new models in stock. You get $7,500 off Silverados in stock. If you trade in a car that's 2009 or newer, get $2,000 off in stock. 2023 Equinox. They want to get rid of these 2023s. Make way for the 2024s. They're arriving now, so they are going to give you great deals to take these 2023s off the lot. 5.9% financing for 72 months on the Silverado when financing with GM for a well-qualified buyer. You're still going to get top dollar for the vehicle you're driving. Be Be able to pay off your note. Put some money down on that new car. Help lower your payment a little bit. Go to the website, guadneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory, all the deals. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and visit with our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. 
Texas Sports Center. The College World Series has continued to deliver exciting game after exciting game. We had two more of those yesterday. Tennessee eliminated Stanford with a 6-4 victory. The Cardinal had a 4-0 lead. Tennessee struck for 4 in the 5th, 2 in the 7th to hold on to that 6-4 advantage. Then Wake Forest rallied past LSU last night. The number one seed was facing a 2-0 deficit. They scratched across a couple runs. They got by a sticky situation in the 8th when runners were on 1st and 3rd for LSU with nobody out. Then Wake Forest was able to scratch across one more run to get the win in the bottom of the 8th. And today is Elimination Tuesday. Wake Forest and Florida await opponents. TCU and Oral Roberts will play an elimination game to see who takes on Florida. And then LSU needs Tennessee to play Wake Forest. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with approved credit. See dealer for details. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen all this week for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, Ford Mustang Convertible. Take a short trip to the only Arkansas casino where this Saturday someone will win a Mustang Convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme like BMX in. Outdoor editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Brian Hendricks, joins the zone to discuss all things outdoors. Thanks to world-famous McClard's Barbecue. McClard's is still going after 95 years, so you know they're doing something right. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. If I hit that fishing hole all right. Today, She'd be packing oh, sorry. Jumping the jumping the, the hook here. Cause you're just so busy. Gone by noon. Well, I'm gonna miss her. What's up, Brian? Hey, not a whole lot. You know, just uh, right in the middle of an Arkansas summer, and the fishing is great wherever you go. Buddy, we got a couple of stories of uh, bad beats coming up here in a second. One of them is fishing related, so let's dive into that one first. Dive into it. See what I did there? Mm. Um, this team down in, uh, it was over in North Carolina. There was a marlin competition, the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament in North Carolina, and a team that fought six hours to bring in a 619-pound marlin got beat out by a team that brought in a 484-pound marlin, not even close, bud. Because the 619-pounder had been gnawed on by a shark, apparently. Tell me the ruling on this and why that's the case, because that's a bunch of crap, and that's $3.5 million they lost out on. $3.5 million. Not exactly crap, though. The uh, the rule, you know, is, and I, I don't have the rule in front of me exactly how it's, it's framed, but if a, uh, if a, if a game fish like that has been, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, debilitated, I guess, you know, its ability to fight has been compromised by a shark attack. You know, it's been uh, torn up, uh, injured, wounded, or whatever. The anglers uh, are not getting a fair fight out of that fish. Uh, the fish has not given them all it can give, and so that's what that rule is for. Well, I saw the picture, and it looked like it had been maybe nipped at a bit, but it looked like it was completely intact. Now, I am not an expert. I don't know. But i got to think, uh, if it's me... I'm going to get my lawyer involved in this one. You're going to have to you're going to have to make a pretty compelling case to me. Yeah, and that probably will happen and you know unless you were there uh and actually saw the fish it's hard to say but the rules are what they are and now the the bigger problem that I've got with these uh these marlin tournaments like that is that they kill the fish. You know, uh no-kill uh, uh billfish tournaments are you know kind of taking uh, more over like in Cabo and down that way, uh, you know, because it's a limited resource. And when you get into 640,000 pound uh, blue marlins, uh, you know, that there are not many of those around. So it's a real shame that they, they kill those and bring them into the, you know, into the ports for that. But that being as it may, it's kind of strange that you would penalize a fish uh, that is being savaged by a shark and then you go ahead and kill the thing and bring it on in to have it weighed and all that. But Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's how it goes. I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have a problem with it so much. You know. Uh, I mean, people can understand. you eat it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they they can. I mean, yeah, they do. And My I'm question sh- is, the, the fight was six hours. Yeah. It wasn't too debilitated. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like but, he jumped in the boat. Like, yeah, Take I mean, me in, I'm tired. Could have been ten hours. Could have been ten. I mean, you don't know. Here's here's the other thing is that when you've got a fish on tension against a rod it is not able to elude or evade a shark uh whereas a lot of times like if you're fighting a tarpon and you see that about to happen a lot of times they'll they'll release the uh the reel and let the fish run and you stand a chance of losing the fish but at least you know it's got a better chance of outrunning sh- i mean it's just uh, the vagaries in bill fishing tournaments uh and the, and the rules and the and the requirements and those things that yeah they are big big money affairs a lot of money at stake uh, there are mm-hmm. big money people participating in them that have big money lawyers. So I imagine that's going to be part of it. Yeah, again, I'm not an expert, but when you look at the picture, it looks like it had gotten bitten away from its fins. I mean, the fins were certainly intact. I mean, he got a little bit of a nibble, it looks like, on the towards the tail, and then a little bit on his underbelly, but it looked like he, uh, I mean, the fish is pretty much intact. So it says they, there was a pretty lengthy review on the whole thing. So, I, yeah, i got to imagine there's going to be a lawsuit. I'd be curious to see how this one goes. Now, you have gone deep sea fishing for Marlin, Brian, and, and, and you did a catch and release, I guess? Yeah, you know, we did. I was at, uh, in 2017, I went down to uh, Loreto Sewer at the very tip of Baja to a, it was a weird thing, uh, Justin. It was a combination Marlin tournament, golf tournament. So we played in the golf tournament one day and then went marlin fishing the next day, and I actually caught one of only about three marlin in the uh, entire uh, tournament. It was about a 100-pound striped marlin, and it was one of the great experiences of my life. And uh, that one actually, uh, you know, Wes uh, was kind of uh, alluding to that facetiously, but this boat actually, or uh, this fish actually did jump in the boat and was swinging its, uh, you know, bill around. And uh, the guy that was doing all that video that I sent you uh, ended up getting a pretty good uh, uh, leg wound over it. And we wanted to release it. The captain of the boat, if that's what you want to call him, d- uh, jumped on top of this fish with a great big knife and cut the uh, you know cut the spine and killed it on the spot which we weren't real happy about but i, I ended up donating it to the restaurant uh, at the at the lodge where we were staying interesting that's wild but what a free for all huh wow it, it, so well, did you uh did you get a chance to i mean how do you how do you weigh it in a competition if you're not can you weigh it quickly and then get it back out to see without without killing the fish yeah on the no kill tournaments there are a, yeah i'm not sure exactly how they get an exact weight i think that they uh they do measurements uh, you know, they tag the fish. They're they're also used in, in the, you know, scientific uh, tracking and all that kind of stuff. So they've got a way to estimate weight that's really, really accurate. You know, when you take the uh, length of the fish versus the depth of the fish versus the girth of the fish, you can pretty well get the weight to within, you know, real close. But like I think you tell the fish, hey, look, if you'll sit still and let us measure you, we'll go ahead and put you back out in the water, dude. Just sit still for a minute. Yeah, well, by the time they get them in, they're pretty well spent. I imagine they probably are pretty tuckered out. Yeah. Uh, talk, talking to Brian Hendricks uh, from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, outdoor writer, and 
Uh, it's all brought to you by McClard's Barbecue. So I think we've talked a little bit about this, but uh, I guess lakes that have been, should I say renovated? Is that the right way to say it? I mean, uh, yeah, I we being brought back to their previous greatness? That's right. We kind of teased this uh, last week uh, when we were on, and uh, 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 thur- uh, Thursday the game, <clears throat> excuse me, Game and Fish Commission announced that they're going to do a full-scale renovation of Lake Conway, which is the largest Game and Fish-owned lake in the United States. It's uh, one of the Game and Fish Commission's oldest assets, 6,700 acres. It's also really, really important to anglers in uh, central Arkansas. And it has just kind of gotten old over the years. Fish habitats degraded, and it's just not what it used to be. In fact, they've lost uh, 1,400 acres of the lake to siltation. It's just not even fishable anymore. So they're going to drain it. They're going to lift all the limits. They're going to release all of the fish that are in there uh, into Pilarum Creek, which will eventually, they'll make their way to the Arkansas River, hopefully. And they're going to start all over. It's going to be dry for five years. They're going to uh, put in a bunch of new uh, access, uh, new boat ramps. They're going to put in fish attractors. They're going to cut boat lanes, uh, take out a lot of stumps, compact the soil, and start over. So they're they're going to gain about 1.3 feet to 3 feet uh, in average depth throughout the lake, which will, according to the Game and Fish, return it to its 1970s. Uh, capability, which was, everybody agrees, pretty much the lake's uh, 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 apex as far as fish productivity. And this is one of the later ones. You know, Game and Fish announced today uh, they've done the same thing at Lake Monticello, which, you know, 20 years ago was one of our big trophy hotspot lakes. And it, it also fell on hard times for different reasons. They just completed the renovation of that last year. They announced today that they're releasing 1,000, stocking 1,000 Florida strain largemouth bass in there, another three or four or five years. That lake is going to be really good. Uh, Lower White Oak Lake is uh, another one of these that they did a number of years ago, and it is one of our state's top trophy bass fisheries. It's fantastic. I go down there quite a bit. And then there's Lake Poinsett, which uh, came online, I believe, last in 2021, and I went fishing there uh, last Sunday, or excuse me, sometime last week. I, the days get mixed up on me. And just had a fantastic day, uh, you know, fishing for largemouth bass there. In another three years, another four years, Lake Poinsett is going to be out of this world. So, Game and Fish, it used to be that, you know, restoring or, you know, providing fish habitat was just sinking big piles of, uh, you know, cedar trees around lakes or whatever. Now they're doing a more of a holistic, uh, you know, asset enhancement renovation type thing so that, you know, these things get old, they need to be refurbished and replaced, and that's kind of what they're doing. And I'm really, I mean, it's going to be real inconvenient for a lot of us for, you know, five, maybe even six, seven, eight years until the lakes get back to potential. But when they do come back, they're going to be really, really good. So it's almost like a highway construction project. While those orange barrels are out, it sucks. It when does. When it's finally done, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, access is better, traffic flow is better, the quality of driving is better, same as uh, same as a refurbished lake. And you know, these last uh, these ones that I mentioned, Lake Atkins is another one that you throw in there, and this was uh, a little bit older. You know, that was one of our state's top trophy lakes for a while when they when they renovated that. It just has to be done. Lakes get old. They fill with silt, like Conway's one that's, you know, in a, in, a, in a rapidly growing urban area, so it gets a lot of runoff. Uh, you know, they, they just have to be maintained. Otherwise, they, they atrophy and they become useless and eventually become uh, non-operational assets. What else, Brian? What else is happening? Uh, you know, we have, like I said, we're right in the middle. I mean, the fishing season is getting going. Uh, the weather is, has been really good. I have not had a poor trip yet, and I hope to continue that on through the spring, uh, <laughs> through the summertime into the fall. And uh, we'll be reporting on that as we go along. But uh, I tell you what, if you want to go fish a creek for smallmouth bass, right now is the time to do it. The creek levels are perfect. Fishing is great. Uh, conditions are great, and it's a great way to be out, enjoy yourself, and uh, really not have a whole lot of people to uh, mess with out there. I love it. Brian, thanks for coming in, buddy. Appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Yes, sir. All right, 11.45, going to hit a break. We'll come back and uh, be joined by Cabot's head basketball coach. What a treat for him and a lot of young Panther fans. Logan Bailey will join us on the other side. 
Big O Tires, Cabot & Conway, two great locations. They've got all kinds of tires. Of the big name brand tires, they got the Big O Tire, and they do free alignment checks. Not everybody will do that for you. Big O Tires is going to make sure you're aligned perfectly when you get those new tires. And Big O Tires does brakes. They do a little bit of everything. There's something wrong with your vehicle. Check engine light comes on. They got the mechanics on hand to take a look at your vehicle. Big O Tires and Cabot is Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger and Conway. They're on Park Riders. Big O Tires, the team we trust. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. You don't stay in business for 95 years unless you're doing something right. McGuire's Barbecue is still going strong after 95 years with delicious barbecue and all the fixings, plus their hand-rolled tamales. And Philip McGuire is still smoking meat and ribs. They're still offering their signature tamale spread, too. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock, still using the original McGuire's Barbecue sauce recipe from 1928. Stop in from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 11 to 8 on weekends. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. Don't wait for AI to go haywire because it's already here this month. Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckery and Wes Moore. Hey, welcome back. We are here in Cabot and uh, appreciate the folks here welcoming us in for the Reeves basketball camp at the Freshman Academy here at uh, Cabot High School, and head coach Logan Bailey joining us. Appreciate you uh, letting us come tag along with you guys today, Coach. been fun so far. Oh, man, welcome to Cabot. Uh, we're excited to have you guys here and, um, you know, get some exposure for our school and this awesome camp that the Reeves brothers are putting on. So the Freshman Academy gym, pretty nice setup in here. Well, one thing that we do not have a lack of in Cabot is good facilities. Yeah. Um, we've been blessed, and uh, this is on our freshman campus. Um, it, I, I think a lot of high school places would love to have this, so sure. we're lucky. What's, uh, what's your relationship with the Reeves? How did this come together? <sighs> Me and Spencer have been uh, buddies since probably junior high, um, so we've, we've kept in contact, um, talked to them a lot during the year. Last summer, actually, uh, they had their first camp at uh, Lyon College, which is where I went to college. Um, 
And me and him got to talking last year a little bit about wanting to expand the camp to more locations. And I told him we would be we would be more than happy to be a host here at um, here at Cabot. So um, we talked about it a little bit over throughout the uh, throughout his season and my season and uh, put it together. Gotcha. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Westside Grace Ferry, little tiny school, just like the Reeves brothers. Let's go. I like it. That's yeah. good. Um, this is good for you too. I mean, it could pay off in the long run for Cabot. No doubt. We 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 want the exposure. We want we want kids to, to see our facilities. Um, you know, we want we want we want to grow the game in our community. You know, um, we want um, basketball to be a big deal around this this part of the state. So, uh, we're lucky to lucky to do this. We we know football has been big in Cabot for years and years with Malham. And what? Yeah, and <laughs> and now First I heard but, about it. You know, we had some good Cabot basketball teams. You know, in the last uh, five, six, seven years. So it's, it's obviously it's starting to pick up to where it's not just a football town. No doubt. You know, this community loves to support their teams, um, and you know, on Friday nights during football season, there'll be thousands of people in those stands. But during basketball season, I've, I've not seen very many big schools support their teams like they like they do here in Cabot. Um, you know, as a small town kid, that was something that was really important to me um, when I first came around was seeing the community support, and nobody does it quite like Cabot does. I remember when the Cabot hosted the state tournament, basketball tournament. I was blown away with the the number of people were there for just a normal game. They, you know, it was Cabot coming out to watch two other teams. It didn't matter that Cabot wasn't playing; they were there to support it. It was pretty cool to see. We've been uh, we've got an awesome arena that's great for hosting the state tournament, and they'll they'll fill it up when there's good quality basketball going on. This place, this place will get rocking. Talking to Logan Bailey for just tuning in, Cabot High School head coach. How early do you start as a coach getting involved with the kids? Like, are we talking middle school, like junior high? Officially, um, at seventh grade when they enter junior high here, um, you know, we, we try to get as involved as we can with the youth program, the Parks and Rec program here in Cabot. Um, myself and our girls coach, Coach Cook, we always try to uh, meet with youth coaches and talk to them about what we would like to see as the kids grow up. Um, but officially, seventh grades when we when we start um but doing stuff like this is definitely going to help us reach those kids a little bit sooner we talk about this more with football you know and pa always comes to mind i know they try to implement what they want to do early on i mean do you start instilling like whether it's calls or plays or things you guys want to do as far as a a system goes you know we we i try to keep it simple with them you know i I want them to play man-to-man you know we we try to avoid a lot of zone stuff early on we want them to learn how to guard the basketball um and we we try to steer them away from calling a lot of set plays at the youth, youth level. Um, we want kids to learn how to play and be basketball players by the time they get to us, not just robots that have been taught how to do X, Y, and Z. Sure. Uh, so we want good problem solvers. We want good defenders. <laughs> that usually helps. Are you a golfer too? I do. I, I like to play golf. I'm, I'm not a great golfer. Um, I, I just picked it up uh, over the pandemic, and uh, so I, I get out there some. I've Trying to get the Reeves boys to come with me a couple times here in my cabin, so we'll see. Well, it sounds like uh, dealing with them is not going to be any fun on the golf course any more than it is on the basketball court. Hey, I've never heard two people argue more uh, in pickup basketball than those two right there. Uh, as com- those are as competitive as, of brothers as I've ever seen, and I don't think it will be any different on the golf course. <laughs> no, I imagine not. Well, have Very you ever major. had to break them up? Never had to break them up. Um, Austin typically will let. Spencer have the last word, so that's that helps. Um, Spencer being the older brother, um, but if Spencer's getting the uh, the raw end of the deal, he'll 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 keep at it, and uh, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to check him sometimes. But uh, that's that's usually about it. Give me your evaluation of the state in uh, high school basketball. What you've seen and where you think we are. Man, um, you know, good friend Wes Swift talks about this a lot. Um, high school basketball in Arkansas is in a really good spot. I uh, we see talent at all levels. You know, we we have six classifications, and there's talent one through six. Um, and I think I think it shows in the talent that we're putting out in the college level. Um, and there's kids that are getting uh, recruited at a high level, and there's kids that are kind of going under the radar that are going to be really good college players as well. Um, I think one of ours is is that way. And Jermaine Christopher uh, going to be a senior point guard. 
Um, hasn't gotten a ton of attention, but I think he's going to be a really good college player one of these days. Um, and, you know, that's just part of it. You know, there's a lot of really good players. We play in 6A Central, and it's just loaded with talent every single year, and it just reloads and reloads. Um, so we have to play the best competition, but we also put some, some really good competition out there as well. You know, I, it doesn't matter if you play basketball or not to see a story. And, it is, look, it's a long shot. I mean, for, for a guy to come from a small-town environment like, you know, Austin has to the NBA, it's a... I don't know what the numbers are, but it's heck for any player. It's a one in a million shot just about to make the NBA to come from a town that small. It's probably one in a ten million shot. Uh, I got to think for the kids you see here, pretty inspiring thing for them to see his story here, his story. And look, like we were talking earlier, genetically they got they got some pretty good advantages there. But I mean, it is still a wild story for him to get where he is. Well, no doubt he. Uh it's just it's almost like a movie, you know, Hoosiers type of thing, where it's small town, and um, you know they they didn't necessarily play on the best AAU teams and stuff. I think Austin ended up on the second Arkansas Wings team back then because Malik was on the first team, and so they they've kind of done it a different route, and it it just shows that there's different ways to have success in this game, um, and theirs is pretty special um, and one that's really easy to cheer for. Yeah, is this something you think you guys will do every year? I would love to. Um, you know, it's it's hard to deal with Spencer a whole lot, but uh, uh, he's he's been good to us, and uh, we would love to do this every year. That is clearly tongue-in-cheek for those who can't <laughs> see Coach's face. Uh, who was the best guy you played with at Lyon? Best guy I played with? Well, my favorite teammate, I'll go with this route, my favorite teammate is uh, Brock Witters. He's currently the assistant coach at UCA. Hmm. Um, he was my roommate all four years. Uh, we spent a lot of time together. He was an awesome teammate. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to give him the best player that I played with award, but he was uh, he was awesome to be around. What was the best thing about him as a teammate? Uh, he was tough as nails. Um, he was going to hold himself more accountable than he was anybody else, um, and while holding his teammates accountable as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you never had to question whether he was going to compete. And uh, we expect the same thing out of our kids, and uh, something I, I share with our kids as as we go through uh, as we go through our practices as well. Did you guys both know when you were in school together that you were going to become coaches? We actually, I think we took basically the same exact schedule at, uh, at line. You can get away with uh, and putting those kind of things together. So we took we took basically the same schedule and planned. Uh, I think about sophomore year, we both knew uh, that coaching was going to be our route. So, um, are you a son of a coach? I'm not. No, my, my parents, uh, they owned a marina on Grease Ferry Lake. So, well, you uh, failed. That that should have been your route. Yeah, I probably <laughs> should have went to the business route. But uh, I uh, I fell in love with basketball. I had an older brother that played, and uh, so I, I fell in love with it early. And you know, I went into college thinking I wanted to do something that would make me a lot of money, but uh, that quickly I quickly realized that was not going to be my route. I want to get in the marina business now. <laughs> anyway, Coach, appreciate you having us. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for having me. You appreciate bet. it. All right, we're up against it. We will be back for our final hour here in Cabot. Stay with us. You're in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Valentine here for the butcher shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The butcher shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as every 